Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Kingdom communication. Kingdom communication. Someone was wondering in the course of worship or in the course of this service, let me put it that way, should I go back to school? Should I go to school? Should I go to school? I don't need to go to school to succeed. Should I go to school? Should I not? <laughs> the Lord wants to answer your question. The Lord said I should ask you a question because you are asking him questions. <laughs> he said, are you disciplined enough to operate without schooling? If you are disciplined enough, then maybe you don't need to go to school. Go and pursue the vision. But if you don't have discipline, you had better go to school. Because part of what schooling does is to give us discipline. Should I go to school? Do I need school to succeed? I, look at Bill Gates. Look at this gate. Look at that wood. <laughs> if you have discipline where you can drive yourself, not you are going to, right now, you have discipline, then you can take that risk. And you will succeed. But if, you, if they still need to be waking you up in the morning, you had better pack your things and go to school. <laughs> they are waking you up, but a grown man, they are waking you up. You better go to school. It will help you to imbibe discipline in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I hear. Kingdom communication. Now, there are many aspects of what our communication must be like in the kingdom. Remember, we, we, we've been speaking about communication in our third services. And now we're focusing on the communication that is in the kingdom of God. The first aspect is we must speak life in the kingdom. We don't speak death, we speak life. It is why I'm so glad we have the opportunity at every service to make declarations. As we declare the theme of the month together, we are declaring life. My water flows from the sanctuary. My fruit will be for the healing of nations. My leaves with my fruit will be for medicine. We are making declarations. We are speaking life. People don't die when they start speaking death. No, it's a process. In the same way, life does not come automatically the moment we start speaking life. It's also a process. Death is a process. Life is a process. Haven't you gone shopping before you bought a banana and you put it on your kitchen top and it's just there? Death has started. You don't see it right away or that plantain you kept in your fridge. You don't see it right away. But it will just start to shrink and shrink and shrink until it becomes shrunk. Amen. Life is gradual. The same way death is a gradual process. Because some people are saying, no, I've been declaring, I've not seen anything. My water is flowing from the sanctuary. Nothing, nothing has flowed. It is a process. Life is a process. Death is a process. Proverbs 18.20 on this Resurrection Sunday. We must remember the, the communication in the kingdom. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. So if you are hungry, you are not speaking right. 
You didn't hear what I said. A man's stomach will be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth. So if you are hungry, it means your mouth is not working properly. From the produce of his lips, not the food we are eating. Our, our mouth is not for eating primarily, it's for speaking. Our mouth, maybe for somebody this is revelation because <laughs> our mouth is not primarily for eating, it's for speaking. It's for speaking, it's for speaking, it's for speaking. And some their mouth can be still for once, you know, just chewing one thing or the other. Our mouth is first for speaking, speaking life. I am alive. The life of Christ is in me. I cannot die but live. No. The devil must not talk to you about you more than you talk to you about you. Life. Verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are there. How do people curse with their tongue? How do we bless with the tongue? You choose which one you want. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So if you love death, you eat the fruit of death. You love life, you eat the fruit of life. I am blessed and highly favored. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Every service, someone must come to give me a gift. Not because I'm the pastor. No, no, no. Because I am blessed. I call myself blessed every day. I am anointed. I anoint myself with oil every day. The favor of God is upon my life. You can't talk about me more than I talk about me. You tell me I look good. I know I look good. I've been saying it already. <laughs> I've been saying from, <laughs> from before I was done dressing up. You look good, boy. You look good. You look good. <laughs> the end result must be good. If it's not good, it's not God. I first wear a white shirt, just so you know. I wear a white shirt. I say, no, no, this one is not good. Remove it. One, no, down. Now this one is good. So I came knowing I look good. And I hope you did the same thing because you look good too. Look at yourself and say, I look good. Amen. I look good. I look good. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So I pray on this Easter Sunday and beyond, you'll be eating the fruit of life. You need to be saying your marriage is alive. You need to be saying your marriage, don't use your tongue. Ezekiel 37, verse 4 to 10. <laughs> Let me tell you, every marriage looks like it's dying before it comes alive. Because you might be looking at somebody else's. You see them when they're in church holding hands. You deserve the glory. <laughs> and they are swinging like not school students. But you don't know what happened at home. If you are comparing yourself with them and say, you see, that marriage is a lie. Look at our own. We can't even do it. No, no. <laughs> you better speak life into yours. Speak life. In the ministry where we used to be, where we would climb the stairs to go to church, the couples did not know I was at the top of the stairs. They were coming up. They said they were fighting. Arguing with each other. Arguing. The moment they saw me, they just they shifted. <laughs> I say, oh my, this is Tom Cruise. And, uh, 
other. They shifted immediately. They just held it. I, I saw it. I was, I was shook. They held their hands immediately. Oh, bless you, Pastor Emmanuel. I said, oh my goodness. We must not be comparing ourselves with other people. They were arguing intensely coming up the stairs. Life. Prophesy to these bones. Prophecy means we're speaking life. Prophesy. Prophesy. My head is working. My head is not big for nothing. There's information inside. It is working. My life is working well. Anywhere you are seeing death is evidence you are not speaking in that area. It is evidence that your mouth is shut in those areas. It is evidence you are not speaking. It is evidence because nothing good must die in our hands. The Bible says a righteous may fall seven times. Yes, it might look like it died, but your words can bring it back to life. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. From the place of death, come forth. The Lord is speaking to some marriages today. Come forth. Because some people in their mind, they think it is better on the outside. (laughs) Have you heard of the 80-20 rule? You see, when you have 80%, you lack 20. When you're looking out, you're seeing the 20 you lack. And the last time I checked in mathematics, 20 is not as much as 80. (laughs) So you leave 80 and chase after 20. Then you realize that you have, uh, you have messed up. You've played the fool. No, no, no. Speak the 20% life back in the 80 you have. Jesus has saved someone's marriage now. Because some of you are already planning. You're already scheming. Registering on Tinder. May the Lord deliver you. I cancel your profile from there. Amen. You go back, you see it no more. Amen. You enter your password, is incorrect. <laughs> and, and the single people too. I'm talking to you too. <laughs> Number one, we speak life. Number two, we speak what we want to see, not what we are seeing. The Bible says the Lord calls things that be not as though they were. We speak what we want to see, not what we are seeing. This is why we don't speak negatively in the kingdom, except that is what you want to see. I am blessed. Even though you don't look blessed, you're speaking what you want to see. Have you not read Joel chapter 3 verse 10? Beat the plowshares. Joel chapter 3 verse 10, into swords and let your pruning hooks into spares. Let the weak say, I am strong. You're feeling sick on the sick bed. Hey, how are you doing, brother? I am strong. But please pray for me. That's wisdom. But I am strong. I am strong. Anybody that doesn't understand, they don't understand. I am strong. But remember me your prayers. That the Lord will perfect what he has started inside me. That is how we speak. Don't that he say my headache. My this. My back pain. If it is your back pain, why will I take it from you? 
I want to give you more. Because you say it is yours. How can you call it yours and expect to be delivered from what is yours? I say, what is your name? You tell me your name. How are you feeling? You tell me you, you have, you, 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 this is your back pain, my headache. We speak what we want to see in every aspect of our lives. That child is behaving in an inappropriate manner. You're speaking into their future. This is a blessed child. This is a blessed child. This child is doing very well in school. Yet the reality is, at the moment, they are not doing the best. What are we doing? We're speaking life. We're saying what we want to see. Glory to Jesus. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 2 and 3. Please pay attention. The time will go by very fast. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. Verse 3. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. But he who opens wide his mouth, his lips shall have destruction. He who guards his mouth preserves life. So, so when we are in deep situations, in heavy situations, guard your mouth. Guard, the, the, the situation is not the problem. Your declaration in that situation is the problem. Some situations are meant to be temporary. But our words have made it permanent. I mean, if you walk and strive and all those things, yeah, your head can be aching a bit. If you think that's normal, or if you are dehydrated, it can happen. But 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 this is not your headache. The headache is transitioning. Life. Life. Number three, speak love. Let me hear you say, speak love. love. Some people are awake now. Speak love. Speak love. When we say speak life, they didn't respond. Speak what we want. Now we say speak love. Yes, speak love. Speak love. Speak love. There are many aspects of love that we must be speaking. Love validates, so speak validation. I was joking with my wife. When, when the Bible says validate people, it doesn't mean you go to somebody and say, I validate you. <laughs> I validate you. <laughs> no. Validation is you affirming their nature and their identity. You are affirming. Validation is an affirmation of the best thing about a person's identity. It's an affirmation. That's validation. Validation. You are a good person is validation. Is validation. You are affirming the best of a person's characteristics is validation. Because people go through situations where they lose a sense of who they are. But if they meet a loving person, if they meet a validator, they'll be reminding them of their original design. Not what has messed up in their lives. No wonder the father showed us the way to go by validating his son Jesus. He says, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. 
Luke chapter 3, verse 22. Jesus had not done anything, but the Father was validating him. Oh, I wonder how children would look like if they are being validated in their homes regularly. Not called stupid and foolish. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice of love came from heaven which said, you are my beloved son. Son, that's identity. Beloved son, in whom, in you, I am well pleased. So love, we speak validation. Number two, we speak appreciation. Love appreciates. Appreciation is not what someone has done. Validation is who they are. Appreciation is what they have done. Appreciation is highlighting their good works. Making sure you let them know you see what they have done. Oh my goodness. The Lord said to me many years ago, he said, you will not know how effective you are in ministry until you are surrounded with people that appreciate you. Many people are thieves of miracles. They come and steal miracles. You never hear that they were blessed. You'll never hear it, except from the devil. You'll never hear that they came to the service with severe back pain, but they were here. You'll never hear anything. But when you are surrounded by people that appreciate, they will always come back to let you know. That prayer worked. That declaration worked. That word is working. That's, that's appreciation. You know your value when you are surrounded by people that appreciate you. There's something you said, that book you wrote, uh, that song you sang, oh my goodness, it's such a blessing. That is appreciation. And love speaks appreciation. Can you tell me nobody has touched you positively since you came, since you woke up to today, till now? That's impossible. Love appreciates. Oh, that worship, that, 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 those songs really touched me. That song you sang, oh my goodness, is very powerful. I love it. Appreciation. Don't say, oh no, I'm sure they know. I'm sure they know. No, no, no. Those are words of that, that is devoid of love. I'm sure they know. Imagine in your workplace, nobody's telling you that you're doing well. And they are sure you know that. <laughs> I'm sure they know. Because I mean, why will you be working every day if you don't know you're doing well? So if you need that, then why are you withholding that from others? Maybe because there's no love. Love speaks appreciation. Thank you. Sometimes thank you is not enough. Thank you needs to be clarified and expansiated. Thank you for what? Thank you for everything. Who is everything? (laughs) Where is everything? When is everything? How is everything? Thank you for what? And don't wait till Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. No, 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 no. Thank you. So many to thank their wives for not leaving them. <laughs> thank you for not leaving. When I left my shoes everywhere, thank you for not leaving. Thank you for staying. I was speaking with one of the wives here, and she said, you know, um, my pastor, this man, he eats like something else. <laughs> he eats. I'm always in the kitchen cooking. (laughs) And he likes fresh food. I said, God bless you. (laughs) He doesn't like the one that came out of the fridge. He wants it fresh. I said, may the Lord bless both of you. (laughs) 
God prepared you for him. Amen. Continue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Love appreciates. Thank you very much. You will not know your cooking is good until you cook one day and you put excess salt. Suddenly you realize the people can talk. Because before it seemed as if they, were, they could not talk. They said, ah, there's too much salt. Oh, so you, you can talk. <laughs> because when it was good, we didn't hear anything. You just swallowed mm. <laughs> and moved on. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Number three, love encourages. Encourages. Encouragement is reminding a person of the good that they can do. Encouragement. Don't give up. Tomorrow will be better than today. Even though it tarries, wait for it. Wait. Love encourages. When you don't have encouragement, giving up will be the next thing to do. Encouragement. There's someone I know who was seeking God for the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Pastor, I need to speak in tongues today. Prayed. Seemed as if nothing happened. She said, okay, no problem. I know Jesus baptizes. She'll come to this service. She didn't get it. This night prayers. No, this one. No. Sister, don't worry. This is a gift that Jesus has given freely. Don't worry. But one day, she came to me after a Thursday Bible studies. She was shaking, crying. Came to me by the entrance. Pastor, I said, are you okay? I got it. I got it. I got it. She was crying. I said, yes, I'm glad you did not give up. I held her hand there to pray with her again. I, I quickly left her, even though she would have fallen. I said, hey. <laughs> what if you had given up? I said, oh, you know, praying in the Holy Ghost is a gift of the Spirit. Like some people have believed, because they did not tarry enough. Then they've said, no, it's a gift. And it's not everybody that has the gift of speaking in tongues. What, what an error. Every time the people got baptized in the New Testament, every time, if you find anything other than that, let me know. Every time they spoke in other tongues. So if it is a gift and he gave all of them the gift, ask for the same gift. Am I talking to somebody? Number four, love corrects. Remember, we're speaking about kingdom communication. We speak life, we speak what we want to see, and then we speak love. And under speaking love, we speak validation. We validate people. You don't call someone a thief because they've stolen. No. That's, that's not validation. You don't call someone stupid because they behave stupidly. No. Validate who they are, not what they have done. And love appreciates. Love appreciates. Love encourages. Now, love corrects. Remember, the Bible says God corrects those that he loves. Love corrects. So if you claim to love someone, let them know what you have, they've done that you don't like. It is a show of love. Otherwise, they'll keep repeating the same thing again and again and again. And you're getting angrier and angrier. That is not love. Let them know. I don't like it when you pass gas when I'm around. 
That's not good. Please, desist. You're like, okay, I didn't know that offends you. This is you talking to your friend. I don't like it when you call me stupid guy, crazy guy. I don't like it. I don't like it when you are late to appointments. And I have to wait for 45 minutes. Don't you know there's something called tea time? I don't like it when you make commitments. And I plan around your commitment and last minute, like clockwork. I'm sorry, something just came up. Every time, is it only you? I double booked, I triple booked, I, I quadruple booked. No, I don't like it. It's making me not be able to trust what you say. That's correction. Not that you keep it inside you and you begin to behave strange. Because you are afraid of confrontation. If the Lord can so bless you with people around you that can validate, appreciate, encourage, and correct. You see, correction is sweet when all these other things are already in place. Correction without validation, without appreciation, without, without, without encouragement is, is torture. Is torture. And finally, love restores the weak. So our communication of love must be a communication of restoration. I love what Jesus did with Peter. John chapter 21 and verse 15. Love does not restore wicked people. It restores weak people. You know, there are some people that have made silly mistakes. And they think because of what they've done, you cut them off. But you extend a gesture of love to them. Without having said anything, already they understand that that is a restoration. I shared something personal with you. And I heard it somewhere else. I know you're not like that. I know you're, what what, what happened, brother? What, What happened? What happened? We've been at this for 20 years. We've been friends for, why? Why? I trusted you. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. It's one of those things. You owe me one. And you laugh about it. And you move on. That's love. He who has been forgiven much would love much. Many of us have loyal people around us because we forgive much. The things that even they, if someone did it to them, they would have cut them off. But because I realized they were weak, I restored them back. Love restores the weak. That is what Jesus did to Peter. He he cut off Judas, but he restored Peter. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? When someone has messed up, they didn't expect to hear from you ever again. And you texted them just to let you know I love you. And then they break down in tears. Because they were expecting a message of damnation. When they saw your message coming, their heart was beating fast. But when they opened it, they saw a gesture of love. He who has been forgiven much will love much. I did not say restore a wicked person. 
Don't bring a snake into your life. It will be dangerous. Hallelujah. The next is the, the language of the kingdom is a language of faith. <laughs> Thank you, Father. The communication in the kingdom is a communication of faith. If you ask me now, Pastor, how is your day? My day is excellent. I, I don't think about how my day is or was. It is excellent. Because excellence was determined from the beginning of the day. How is this week going to be? Oh, the best week yet. It has to be. How do you know? It is called faith. How do you know your day, your week will be bad? Yours too is called faith. But mine is faith that it will be good. Another person is faith that based on the past, this week too will be bad. And if yours is, I don't know, then what you've said is it will be bad. Because we, we must make a choice for good. No choice is already a choice for evil. Nobody, nobody will see a, 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 a good tree just growing from the ground without it being planted. But tell me where you can buy seeds for weed. Not, not marijuana like weed. Some people say, ah, weed? <laughs> I cast it out in Jesus' name. I'm talking about weed that grows indiscriminately. You hardly see someone planting that, sowing that in their ground. No, weed just grows automatically. And it has to be removed. We speak faith. We speak faith. I love this. John 11, 11 to 14. Please pay attention. John chapter 11, verse 11 to 14. These things he said... He said, and after that, he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. How can you say someone that is dead is sleeping? It's called faith. It's called faith. It's called faith. The question we need to ask ourselves every time your mouth opens, if what you are saying comes to pass, will you be happy? If what you are saying comes to pass, will you be happy? I am dead. If I say amen now, you say we are wicked. Then why are you saying you are dead? I'm tired. Do you want to be tired? I mean, is there anything wrong with being tired? If you want to be a tired and be tired, that's up to you. Do you want to be weak? Do you want to be broke? Do you want to be down? Then why are you saying those things? If what you say comes to pass, will you be happy? Rome was not built in the day. Some of us are so used to negative speaking that it will take time for our vocabulary to change. But we must be very aware of these things. And awareness starts from the presence of God. Jesus said, our friend Lazarus sleeps. Because I cannot say I'm going to wake a dead person. I must already downgrade it. No, he's sleeping. How difficult would it be? If you, if you know that that person that is dead is sleeping, won't you just go and tap them and say, wake up? Wake up. Wake up. Imagine instead of saying you are not smart, 
Imagine instead of saying that you say, I am very brilliant. What's it going to cost you? Just a word. You are replacing words. What's it going to cost you? To say, I, I don't know how to do this. But you add yet to it. Already it has changed even your mind. Even psychology that is very low compared to spirituality says that even that changes a person's outlook. I don't know how to do this yet. Already opens you up to a growth mindset. If you ask me, Pastor, do you speak Mandarin? I'll tell you, I, I, I don't speak it yet. I'm still alive. I can choose to go and learn it tomorrow. In fact, I already started. I, I, I mean, there's, 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 there's absolutely nothing wrong. If anybody on the earth can understand it, I can understand it too. Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Wake him up. Wake him up. So for some people, God hides things from you. He doesn't want you to see that the person you're going to pray for is actually dead. He'll make you think they are sleeping. So you cannot pray by faith. It's after you've woken them up, then you now realize they actually were dead. But you brought them back to life. I heard the man's testimony. He came to fix something at the, in, in, in my office, the roof there. And he was saying, oh, he went to pray for someone. He just saw the guy with eye problem. One eye was closed. He didn't know he was blind from when he was born. So in his mind, he just prayed, your eyes are perfected. And he said, oh my, I can see, I can see. And he's wondering, what's wrong with you? He said, my eyes were blind. He did not believe. He left in anger. He said, he came back days later to say, wait, wait, tell me the truth. Before God. You don't lie. What happened to your eyes? He said, I was, I, I was blind. If he had known he was blind, he would not have prayed for him. Only God knows what we're missing by not walking in faith. And the good news is even a child can operate in faith. Ishmael prayed to God. When Hagar, the mother, left him for dead, he was praying to God. I'm sure you can save me. Abraham, I've told me about you, my father. I'm sure you can save me. And God sent an angel to Hagar. Number, number what now? Five. The kingdom communication is a, a co communication of wisdom. We speak wisdom in the kingdom. We speak wisdom. When a born-again Christian's mouth opens, people had better be taking notes. Look at what the Bible says. Proverbs 15 verse 23. Proverbs 15, verse 23. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season. How good it is. How good it is. It takes life to speak life. It takes love to speak love. It takes faith to speak faith. It takes wisdom to speak wisdom. So even if you don't have these things, if you are under authority, you do it because you are told to do it. And you begin to see love. Not because you had love before you spoke love. <laughs> you begin to see faith because you were just following instructions. 
They said, we should not talk like this. We talk like this. I don't understand why. He preached for a whole one hour. I didn't understand why still, but they say we shouldn't say this. So from today, I'm not going to speak like this. That is a man or a woman under authority. Why? Because the apex authority is the word of God. I don't understand it, but that is what they said. That is what the word says. So I'm going to be speaking life. I'm going to be speaking life. When I was younger, the way we used to greet ourselves in our community is crazy guy. Oh, crazy guy, how you doing? Madman, what's up? That's the way we're greeting. Mad, crazy, stupid. We're not saying rich guy. We're saying crazy, stupid. How would people, how would people amount to anything? Thank God for deliverance. I, I, I don't think you believe me. Maybe the people you grew up with were very cultured. You say, madman, how you doing? Imagine, I think back today and I'm wondering what kind of spirit was that? But life, now speaking life, 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 life. <laughs> to the extent that some of us, if you find us in an elevator and say, is it going down? Even that alone, our response to you, you're wondering, why are you spiritualizing it? No, it is nature. It's second nature. It's second. No, no, I'm going to the first floor. I'm not going down. Say, ah, we're not fighting. We're not fighting. <laughs> I can never go down. Whether elevator, whether escalator, I'm going up. No, 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 please, 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 please. You see, you see, I, I'm, I, I think I am educated. I think, I believe I am. So, so this is not illiteracy. This is spiritracy, spiritual literacy. Because, because you see, you see, you see, not everybody's words are the same level of power. No, 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 no. The Bible says, don't even joke around. So you will not say to an angel, "I was only joking." Are you blind? What kind of a question is that? kind of a statement. Now, I was only asking a question. No, 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 no. Is your own head correct? <laughs> For asking a question like that, are you blind? Is there no other better question to ask? We're speaking life. We're speaking wholeness. We're speaking what we want to see. We're speaking wisdom. Even if you don't understand what I've said today, if you're under authority, you begin to adjust your communication. The simple question for you is, if you see what you are saying, will you be happy? You never hear me say there's no money in my account. That devil is a liar. It's, it's plenty. You just can't see it. It's plenty. It's there yet to transfer it. It's plenty. It's plenty. It's plenty. When you understand the spirituality of life, you understand that nothing is permanent. Everything can be changed. Didn't you hear the testimony? She wrote off someone's debt. The uncle was going to a wire transfer. Not for her. But right there on the way, he remembered her forcefully. And he said, send me your soul urgently, urgently, urgently. Anything can change. I remember when I, in the beginning point of when I was, you know, uh, an adjunct professor at Nate. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, at that time, if you, you would only get a full contract if you, if you, if you had um, above a certain number of students registered for a course. So 
I'd seen the number before I went. Then I was still teaching in person. <clears throat> so I was going there. And I remember that seeing the number it was below six, which meant that they were supposed to half the contract. And who wants a half contract? Nobody. Uh, so it just came to my mind forcefully. And the devil was pushing me to say it, that I'll get a half, half contract. You, you ask yourself a question, but why is the devil investing so much demonic power in making me want to say that? Because of that? No, I'm not saying it. Just agree. It's below six. It will be a half contract. So it will not make sense. And you have to reject it. I said, no. I know the law, but it will be a full contract. He kept coming. I kept responding. He kept coming. You see me walking to Nate. You think, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? He was speaking. I was speaking. Nope. Full contract. Nope. Full contract. Little did I know when I was talking, that's when they were deciding. I got there, I checked my email, and I saw they sent me a full contract. Even though it was below the number. Did they make a mistake? Who go and tell them they made a mistake? <laughs> Are you a man of God? Yes, I'm a man of wisdom too. I didn't tell them, no. Amen. I signed it quickly, sent it back. You signed, sent it back to me. It's already a law now. It's a law. And no half contract from then to forever. Now, what you want to, because my job is to teach. I cannot force you to do. If you say, no, I'm going to speak it the way I see it. We're in North America. <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now we're going to declare together. The life of Jesus Christ is in me. I carry the life of Christ. I do not walk alone. The host of heaven walks with me. In the name of Jesus, my mind is working well. My mind is at peace. I have abundance of riches. I can never go down. I go up. Things are getting better. I am healthier. I am wiser. I am stronger. I see Father in the name of Jesus. The life of Christ in me gives me life. I have life. There is no death in me. I lighten my world. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Mind of Christ. Nobody can kill me before my time. I am indestructible. I am unkillable. I am unharassable. In the name of Jesus, I am in Christ. And Christ is in me. Whew. My light is shining. My light is shining. The nations of the earth are open to me. No nations get to be shot against me. I can never be rejected. All doors are opening to me. I am a carrier of grace. I am anointed. I am gifted. I am powerful. I am intuitive. I hear from God. 
I hear God clearly. I have an intimate relationship with God. My life is getting better. Everything is working for my good. I am in charge. I am in charge. I am the head. I am not the tail. I can never fail. This is my year. In the name of Jesus, this will be my best year yet. My best year yet. I'm in my best month yet. Nobody will stop favoring me. Everybody will favor me. Everywhere I go, they'll be struggling. They'll be doing their best. They'll be fighting each other just to favor me. Just to favor me. Just to favor me. In the name of Jesus. When you say you need coffee, people will be gathering from everywhere. Here's coffee. Big coffee, small coffee, every coffee, every... I say, okay, 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 okay. Now I need a sandwich. Here's a sandwich. Big sandwich, small sandwich, medium sandwich, everywhere. Oh, I need a shoe. Brown shoe, white shoe, blue shoe, all kinds. I'm using ephemeral things as examples. You can go big, as big as you want to. It is your mouth. It is your mouth. It is your mouth. It is your mouth. And the single people you say with your mouth. Because some, some women are in the habit of saying, where are all the men? Where are the men? I don't see any men. Where are the men? Pastor, if you see all the men, let me know. How will, how will, how will the men find you with that attitude? Because when you come to church, you're just looking. Where are they? It's married. Let me see your hand. Oh, you're married. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. And some men will come and tell me, Pastor, there are no good women again. You can't trust any woman. They are all out for money. And I'm wondering, where are you looking? Is there any woman here that is out for money? (laughs) 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 Ah, They are everywhere. Wonderful men, wonderful women. Are they perfect? No. They will be fine-tuned properly. Oh, yes. You declare over yourself, I am a jewel of inestimable value. When I'm ready to settle down, he will come. You come from Australia, from Jamaica, from, from, from Japan, from South Korea. You come. <laughs> from London. There's somebody I know. So long as you have UK accent, you know, she'll talk to you. <laughs> Just say, can I have a cup of tea, please? Say, um, here's my number. <laughs> She's sitting somewhere here. Amen. You are declaring over yourself. I cannot be hidden. No, I cannot be hidden. I cannot be hidden. Whether you, you're already a single mom with one child, two child, even five children. When he comes to find you, he can find you. Open your mouth and make declarations. Life, especially when you are feeling down. Oh, I beg you in the name of Jesus. Especially when you are feeling down. You will not gain anything by saying, my life is messed up. What will you gain? Will it fill you up? No. No. No, 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 no. Ah, never. 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 Any negative word you've spoken over your life 
on this resurrection Sunday, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I command it uprooted. I command it uprooted. You are starting on a clean slate today. And you begin to build, begin to speak life. My home is filled with the power of God. No demons in my home. They cannot stay here. Everything is working for me. My mind is at peace. My body is healthy. I have good relationships. Everything is working for my good. I am an excellent communicator. I'm not shy. Shyness is a disease. I'm an excellent communicator. There's no exam I'll write and not pass. Otherwise, otherwise, the people that set the exams are demons. Even if the demons set it up, I will pass it. <laughs> Maybe you've seen this meme. I know the pastor. He said, uh, 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 in case if you die and go to heaven and you don't find me there, where you are is not heaven. You are in hell. <laughs> and people are laughing about it. I said, here's his mouth. What are you doing with your own mouth? He said, if you die and go to a place and you call it heaven and he is not there, then where you are is not heaven. It must be hell. Because he is in heaven. You have your own mouth. Why don't you make your own declaration? I can never lose my mind. I will make it to heaven. I will end well. Please rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibuku Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.